Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gambit Podcast, the Grand Arena and Territory War-focused podcast. Uh, I'm Soulbase15. I'm here with my good friend, Zareth, and we have a guest star today. Uh, Kleso is also with us. So, Kleso, how are you? Very well. Thank you for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. I've been listening to your podcast for a little while now, and I'm excited to be on. We're really excited to have you, even if you are usurping my uh, usual greeting from Solo. (laughs) (laughs) We're still excited. (laughs) So, um, where we normally cover the news first, and, um, you know, we actually have a little bit to talk about. Um, We had the Q&A this week and uh, you know it came a little bit later in the month because the cg staff were all on vacation for a while and now they're back and presumably working hard on their one laptop and right (laughs) uh, (laughs) and so they 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 had a few things um you know it seemed to me like my biggest takeaway was the recurring theme of you know people were asking like when are we going to get new content when are we going to get new stuff and they were they basically said well we didn't do a great job of delivering content in 2019 but our goal is to make a system uh, you know they're making a system right now intru- for introducing new and fresh content consistently yeah uh, what do you, you yeah. Know, i'm not even sure what that means you know are they referring to a raid I think that's what some people are kind of anticipating. Uh, I know they talked about, you know, assault battlegrounds and stuff like that, but I don't, part of me wants a raid. Part of me has no interest in a raid. I barely have time to hit the ones that we have. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't want another, I mean, when the Sith raid came out, it was what you're spending like two to three hours a day trying to hit every phase just so the guild could clear. I do not, I don't have two or three hours a day on this anymore. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, with Grand Arena, you know, if you want to, if you want to take the time to do it, you know, and think about things, think things through, sometimes it can take over an hour to play, depending, sometimes more. So that at, in addition to a new raid, seems a little stressful. And it's not that uh, the tank raid is really going to keep us, uh, you know, less busy, like they, they're gonna make that, uh, you know, simmable or whatever. Right, Um, right. But I don't spend any time on the tank raid, anyways. No, I frankly, I let. I don't even attempt to auto that with you know. What are people doing now? Clones and stuff. Shakti clone. Uh, yeah, the clones. I I tried it once, didn't work. I tried a second time, and it was done in ten minutes. Oh wow. (laughs) Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I I guess I've heard that clones do it. Uh, Frankly, like if I ever do do it, it, it's a pretty old one. I just use um. I just use Finn, basically, like the genetic training ray with Finn. I, I think that's the one I use. See, it's, it's been so long, I'm like, I don't even remember. But <laughs> I'm sure there's C-3PO involved somehow. Yeah. As much as I don't want to raid, and like Solo was talking about, how like the Sith raid would take you know hours of everyone working together, That I, in my mind, that, when I look back, that was almost like peak kind of fun, though. You know, the entire guild trying just everyone trying to get their two to three percent, you know, of each phase and stuff like that. That was a lot of fun. I don't think I have it in me now, but back, you know, a year and a half ago or whenever it was, I, that was pretty fun. If they had, you know, everyone's been kind of talking about a ship raid, I could possibly get into that. It couldn't be that kind of time consuming, but a ship raid wouldn't be horrible. 
I I have flashbacks, honestly, of our last Sith raid. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know about Solo. Like I I just remember, you know, I I do like you know over the course of like a week we'd be doing the tier six Sith raid, and over the course oh, of a week Lord. I'd be doing I'd be doing like almost a hundred million damage, and then you know like the other top five would be doing like similar amounts, and then the next one would be doing like three million right. or something. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember it just like I'm using all five of my teams every day and the rest of the guild is like, please carry me. And I was like, I guess I will reluctantly do that. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. I don't, I don't necessarily look forward to a new raid, but it it might be, it might be fun if, if everyone's participating. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that with the guild, you know, we're all in now, I, I don't think that would be an issue so much. Um, it would just be, you know, do they make it so not like 30 to 40 people have to wail out right away to get, you know, the right characters and then relic up to have the mechanics to, you know, get the raid done. But I think it, it could be okay. Yeah, my bigger hope for a new raid, and it not, has nothing to do with the raid, is just the reward system. Right now in the Sith raid, if you finish 11th out of 50, so you finish, you know, just outside of the top 20%, your rewards are awful. I, At least scale them a little better. I feel like they're horrible in the top five as well. Lately, for, like, I've actually been trying... It's a more horrible. Right, I've, been, I've actually been trying a little bit lately just because I've found myself having time. And, uh, you know... I'll get one full gear piece for nobody. You know, it doesn't even go on any of my characters. Like, cool. I guess this will be turned into relic material, which is fine too, I guess. But, you know. Well, you know, you could stop. You could stop trying so I can yeah. finish one spot higher. Yeah, that's actually, <laughs> I, I did think about that because I'm already maxed out on, you know, General Skywalker and everything. So if other people need, you know, you know, gear or currency or whatever, We've definitely charity, yeah. <laughs> charity from Classel, this is great. <laughs> so, um, you, you know, heard for, it here for first. <laughs> yeah, you're you're bound to this now. That was part of why we wanted you on here. That's fine. Today, <laughs> hold, hold me, hold me accountable. <laughs> yeah, yep, uh, yep. This will be an often referenced uh, podcast. I have a feeling. Right. So, uh, you know, and, and for our listeners who aren't, uh, who don't watch a ton of YouTube and stuff, I, I, we should, probably should have introduced Cleso a little better than just saying we have Cleso on the uh, show. Like to <laughs> us, it's to us, it's kind of self-explanatory. He's huge. Uh, he he does a ton of Grand Arena uh, streams. He, he's done a great job. He's made Kyber several different times. Um, you know, just a really solid player in general. And, um, you know, me and Solo actually uh, recently had a uh, change in our guild circumstances, and we are actually now uh, teamed up with Kleso in the same guild. So, um, <clears throat> you know, there's that. that's part of what we're referencing here has, in terms of raids. If So if Kleso stops dominating the raid, maybe Solo and I could possibly get <laughs> into the top 10 is the hope. To be fair... Uh... I did take it really easy today because it was during lunch and I only used three teams instead of five because I was trying not to take first. I thought I was just going to, you know, get five through 10. I thought there was some people cheesing three that were going to pass me, but then they just didn't for some reason. So I got like second, but I didn't mean to. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I didn't hit at all. I, I ended up with like number 47 or something. So Might have got better rewards than me, so don't feel too bad. I don't know. I got a 10 and a 15 on the pieces, so dope. <laughs> pretty sweet. <laughs> Honestly, that's that's not terrible. I, it, now that we can farm pieces, I, I don't find the need to just constantly kill myself getting top 10. Yeah, and with them being in the weekly shipment store too, I feel like that helps a ton, you know? all that stuff yeah. to help you know get characters to 13 i think that stuff being in there makes a big difference it absolutely does um solo's a little less happy about placing <laughs> placing uh you know not like solo and i used to just get top three pretty easily yeah. and now it's it's a lot more competitive so it could be a yeah we have to spend. We actually have to spend time. Eleven. <laughs> yeah, I definitely won't. I, I'm not one to hit it very often. I've just been kind of doing it the last couple of weeks more than I have in months, to be honest. So I doubt you know that continues much longer. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> um, and we can move on to our next question and answer topic. Um, so let's see the. The Grand Arena histories, they were talking about, um, you know, someone asked if they were going to have Grand Arena histories uh, be private on the independent website, the Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes.gg or SWGOH.gg website. Um, they asked if they would make it like private so that not everyone can view their histories. And uh, basically, CG said, no, that would actually mess with their website too much. We're not going to do that. And I am all for that because I, I like these histories now. It's fun to mess with people by placing a different defense every round. And it makes it more interesting. When we were doing the 5v5 without the histories, I placed the same defense every time, had the same offense every time. Now this is at least making me think a little. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I was very skeptical uh, when it first came out because I am one to be – honestly somewhat lazy and if i have something that's working for me you know i like to keep doing it and uh this season three you know when they started it with 3v3 every week i did something completely different and i actually loved it and especially the theory crafting with 3v3 i thought you know was pretty great but more importantly with the way that they rolled it out with you know you kind of see how they you only get three weeks at a time as far as i'm seeing and they don't release uh the current week that you're on so all anyone can see is what you did the last few weeks you know and but not what you're doing in the current week so if they keep it like that i'm completely fine with it you know if anything you can use it to your advantage and you know oh this person you know doesn't think i'm gonna set darth revan now i'm setting darth revan you know they've never seen me set jedi knight revan well this week i'm setting jedi knight revan they'll have no idea and stuff like that so yeah, well, and we can talk about it in a little bit when we talk about our results for the week. But I know you did uh, some some pretty awesome moves, pulled some awesome moves in your uh, what your second to last match uh, this last week. Uh, you know, the guy never knew what hit him, basically. Apparently, <laughs> uh, you know, in your, in your rematch, right? Um, yeah, yeah, it's a great tool. I I love it. Like, it, I, I'm right there with you though, Kleso. Though I. I hate having to place defenses. Everyone's always like, oh, did you already place your defenses? And I'm always like, 
no, like, why would I? I'm just going to auto set. Like, I'll, I'll get my points in a, in a little bit. You know? I'm way too nervous to let it auto set. Even if I set the exact same defense, I'm going to manually do it because I'm scared something's going to screw up. And I know it won't, but I'm just, you know, weird like that. And I'm going to manually put it in there. So, but that's how I feel with joint, just joining in general. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I enter Grand Arena just to make sure I actually joined because I'm paranoid I'm going to miss around. Oh, yeah. I do that at least five times before you. Start. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though, you know, you get all the question marks on who your opponent is, I have yeah. to see that a number of times to make sure I've actually joined. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually one time I was I was waiting for something and I, I literally I woke up in the middle of the night at like at, with the dream of like not having registered and I just in the middle of the night, you know, my wife's like <laughs> squinting at me, the, the phone's all bright and everything. You know, I'm like just playing on my game. She's like, you know, what are you doing? And I'm like, I have to register for Grand Arena. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we're but it worked out. I did register, so <laughs> it had a good ending. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's see. Um, someone asked about relic abilities in the Q and A, uh, and CG said that they're not working on them, basically, uh, or maybe maybe they didn't say they're not working on them, but they're they're not coming out anytime soon, which I'm t personally like totally fine with. I'm. That's another stress dream of mine. Maybe not a stress dream exactly, but like being required to put relic eight on characters seems needlessly intense at this stage in the game. I don't think it's relic eight. It's a whole new attack move or, you know, like that from what I understood, isn't it? Well, I guess the, I guess in my, the way I've been picturing it, which maybe, maybe you're just right. Like I, I pictured it as whatever the next level of relics are going to be. It's not going to be stat increases. It's going to be ability increases. Oh, see the way, you know, like I did when, when they introduced relics and they showed that video, once you got to relic seven, you got a whole new ability on the left-hand side. So it, it was just a new maneuver for that. Just one new maneuver for that character. Oh, and that, and you needed it for Relic 7. Yeah, once you got I to Relic that. 7, then you unlocked, you know, like Isolate from Treya. You know what I mean? It would be something, right. a new move that she could, or whoever, like they just gained a new ability. I think that's what it is. I mean, maybe I'm mistaken, but that's what it looked like to me when they released the Relic video when that was all introduced. It's like Jedi Training okay. Ray gets a new, you know, whatever. Like, I don't know, but... That's what I assumed it was. Yeah, like a like a lift rocks move or something for right. her. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe maybe it would be more like lift many rocks. Right. You know, just to just to get the nerd rage going. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know the bat. So uh, you know, and I I understood the ability part. I guess I my question mark is like at what what relic level will they add that like it, it seems like it would be too nice to just suddenly be gifted abilities for all the characters <laughs> that we've been upgrading like it seems like there'd be some kind of a um some kind of a, a bottleneck some some kind of gear check to be able to get those yeah I, now i mean you still have to upgrade those abilities so is it another zeta or is it something completely different you know what i mean once you get to the final tier of that ability you know what i right. mean but the way it looked like is once you got to Relic 7, 
then not all characters, but many characters would add an extra ability. And then I'm sure you'd have to level that up, you know, from there with Omegas and what whatnot. <laughs> now there's Ada. Ooh. Right. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> oh, that could, that's a new exciting way to make the game more frustrating. <laughs> Just add a whole new mechanic for each character. <laughs> Uh, maybe one of the increases for leveling it uh, just requires a random stun gun. I don't know. Just right. spitball in <laughs> yeah. here. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. What else did they say? New Poe is coming. General Poe is how they, the question was framed. And I would be annoyed if he wasn't General Poe, actually. <laughs> well, now he has to be. Yeah. <laughs> Then again, uh, the new Finn isn't General Finn, so you never know. But he's a hero. He's resistant right. hero Finn. Yeah, yeah. he's what a heroic guy. I'm a little nervous with all these new guys. You know, so we've already got two First Order, and now you know with Poe coming, that's a second confirmed Resistance character, and we know we're going to need these guys. Man, whatever's coming next. I don't know if it's going to happen. You know what I mean? Just getting all these, you know, it's one thing if you need to get one or two characters, you know, farmed and leveled up, but now we're four and it's probably not stopping there. You know, who knows, yeah. you know what the time frame is for, you know, the new Ray and the new Kylo, but it could be just a putt too far for many, many people. I don't Who knows? I don't want to get ahead of myself. I mean, but the thought of having to farm all of them it just i don't know <laughs> it depends on the time frame who knows yeah I, that's why i have him geared already i mean hux is already 12 right and sith trooper and uh finn i already got the g11 because i don't want to have to worry about that you know let me spend 200 crystals a day on the refreshes for each character I don't want to have to worry about giving them stun guns at the same time. Yeah, that's probably smart. My What I've done since, I think, Jedi Knight Revan come out is anytime they have a marquee here, I've never whaled out on a single character, not once. What I will do is buy the initial pack, to you know, the $10 pack or whatever to get them to four star. Yeah. And then the second they hit shipments, that's where my 900 daily crystals go. You know, I start buying them out of shipments. And then uh, once they become farmable, I'm usually almost already done with them. And then I can just farm the last few shards from there. But like I said, now we're talking about four characters to do that for. So if they all hit shipments at the same time, you know, I'm already trying to get Y-Wing out of shipments when I can and Hyena Bomber, you know. And boy, boy, oh boy, I don't know. But yeah, I should gear them. I think you're smart by gearing them all up and everything. I put them to like seven or eight, whatever I hit the pluses to. But then they start yeah. getting real gear, and it's like, ah, I might want to save that. <laughs> well, Finn, it was, yeah, it was Finn takes multiple cryotechs to level. Awesome. It felt painful gearing them up, but then I just imagined a month from now, it's like, I'm not going to have a cryotechs a month from now. I better do this now. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, whatever. Chirotechs are so frustrating, but um, <laughs> I, I am excited for the new characters. I don't know how good Poe is. He's probably fine, but um, 
the new characters are all really fun at least like their, their kits are great and you know hux actually his lead helped me win uh helped me win one of my matches in 3v3 recently um you know, I, I needed to clear a Bosk team, and I had failed on my first try, and I didn't really have any great other options. And Hux surprised me. Like, I, you know, his buff to basic attacks is amazing. And I'm really excited to see where that squad goes once, once we finally start getting more stars and relics and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, they're, uh, that team has become the new Bugs Killer, so you can start using Treya on any number of teams that you need to use Trey on. Hmm. Yeah, I've seen a lot of videos of that. I haven't used Hux personally, but it seems like a lot of people really enjoy, you know, his kit. It just, I don't know if his lead is better than, you know, Kylo Ren on Mast or not. I've seen different people have differing opinions on that. But it once the new Kylo comes out, then, you know, my guess is that he's for sure going to be the leader, but Hux is probably still going to be on that team. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, well, that was, that was going to be my response was the one person who has the answer to that is Kylo three. Right. Right. Yep. You know, and well, I'll avoid spoilers for the movie. We're going to stop avoiding spoilers pretty soon guys. <laughs> it's, just, just so you're aware. It's been about <laughs> long enough. I mean, you can't, uh, yeah, you can't like, be too much of a Star Wars fan and not have seen it in the last, you know, what's it been, month now? Well, I guess about, right. about three weeks, to be fair, but whatever. Well, yeah. I, and at this point, if you are a huge Star Wars fan and haven't seen it yet, how have you avoid being spoiled on it right. so far? You, you do live on planet Earth, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, let's see. All right, last last question here from the Q and A that we have written down. I'm sure we missed something, um, but uh, so someone asked if we're going to if they're going to put three v three and five v five in the same uh, championship, and they said they don't expect it soon. I wasn't really sure the way they worded it. I wasn't sure if they meant like three v three and five v five like on the same map in the same like matchup, or if they meant like. One week we'll do three v three, then the next week we'll do five v five, then we'll alternate again to three v three like that. Uh, That's how I took it. Yeah, I would assume they meant alternating by week. I mean, it would be such a mess for so many people not paying attention. You <laughs> oh, know, <God>. one <laughs> th you already have people where when it switches from five v five to three v three or whatever, where. They just don't even set a team because they're not used to four teams being in a section and they only set three. Can you imagine if one section is 3v3 and one section is 5v5? You know, it, they're, they're not going to. I don't think that's an option, personally. <laughs> Maybe they could do like some kind of master's format. It's like you know you have a tournament and the people who qualify for that start getting some really weird, messed up scenarios. <laughs> but you're, you're right, though. I think... I, I don't know. The some part of my brain is like that. That seems really cool. Like you could really do some weird stuff with it, but it probably would just be annoying yeah. <laughs> long term. Um, is there any other news you guys have that we didn't no, discuss here? No. Uh, as far as the Q and A, you know, one of the things that they said was they're releasing an ocean of new characters and and ships and everything. So. I'm looking for, I, I always like new characters. It's just, you, 
I feel like we're at a point where most of us have everything finally. And I remember when they were doing all the marquees with all the bounty hunter. I felt like I was never going to catch up. And now I finally feel like I'm catch up. And I think we're going to go back to, you know, marquee hell again. <laughs> you know what I mean? But who knows? <laughs> who knows? But it, it always makes for some good new factions and mechanics and everything. So I'm all for it. I know that, you know, me and Solo have talked about it a lot, like, uh, at least as far as, as far as my take on it is, um, I, like, people complain about no content, and I get that, like, they like to, the, you know, to use their characters in different scenarios. Personally, like, my new content, my version of it is having new characters. Like, it, it's, that's the most interesting part of the game, because that's how it, it changes all the interactions, and especially for Grand Arena now, like, you know, you add one or two new characters that are really strong, and that changes the landscape entirely. Right. And and I love I love adjusting to that. Right. And even like reworking clones completely changes Grand Arena. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. And ter- oh, yeah. Territory wars and all of that. So yeah, I agree. Uh, I don't think. I think if that's your definition of new content, you you're going to be a happy camper. You know what I mean? I think most people when they say new content, they mean new game modes altogether. But you know, I'm right. I'm still having fun. As much as people complain and you know whine and cry about all types, like I don't agree with everything that they do, and but I do understand that it's make money first. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a company. I'm I'm not. I, I have a lot of fun playing personally. So yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, you know, in general, like like you say, uh, there's certain things that they, they get wrong. Uh, they're going to do that. You know, there's certain frustrations, but, um, yeah, uh, overall it's, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, to be fair, I am aware people want actual new game modes entirely. You know, we're going to get a vehicle game mode at some point. Like, no. I don't <laughs> just, just no. <laughs> well, they, they literally said that they, that they would in, in some Q and a, or other, they said that yeah. we'd have a vehicle game mode, but uh, I agree with you. No, I don't want a third arena that I have to be on for an hour. Oh dear Lord. You're right. Oh, you, you, uh, guys, yeah. you guys don't just do one or two battles a day to take first in arena. On fleet. I do. <laughs> on fleet. I only do two battles a day. Mr. Uh, General Skywalker. That's kind of what I'm, that's kind of what I'm, I'm alluding to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah actually... I, was, I was just ignoring that part. Right. <laughs> We actually have a whole section just just for you and how to mod uh, him oh. and and you're going to talk the most about it because now you're talking you know you're already talking about him so yeah. you know that'll be your punishment for for rubbing that in. Well, the joke's on me because I've been spending more time. I don't even use my General Skywalker because I practice my CLS counter more than anything to other general Skywalker teams. And then I, because the two people that follow me in arena uh, don't have general Skywalker and I don't think they have their counters quite up yet. I always take first with Darth Revan and then, so that they can beat me. And then I switch back to general Skywalker. I end up spending more crystals, you know, (laughs) playing around and helping people than I do, you know, before I had them. So the joke's really on me. Right, and you have you have Y wings and vultures or hyenas to to be purchasing. Yeah, I for, <laughs> I have been spending so many crystals on six dotting mods lately; it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, all right. So, um, 
Before we get into that section, though, yep. we our next segment is uh, the Grand Arena results for the week. And uh, so, Solo, how did you do this week? No comment. Uh, <laughs> so I, I had Kyber locked up, basically. All I needed to do was full clear. I didn't even need to win. So I uh, decided to test. The testing did not go as I wanted it to. I tried Jedi Knight Revan on defense with like three different comps of GK on defense as well and all that junk. And uh, I didn't have enough banner recovery uh, in, you know, my attack phase. So twice I lost just on banners. Um, So I won't be using those defenses. The last day I did finally get what I wanted. I wanted my opponent to not full clear me. I did get that. Unfortunately, I did not have enough offense to clear his General Skywalker, so it was, uh, I made Kyber. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. <laughs> and That's... for the record, I made Kyber by completing the um, resistance ship feat. <laughs> that was the 100 points that crossed me over the line. I then got more, but I went in, uh, somebody in my fleet arena still uses the Millennium Falcon fleet. And for some reason at this point, doesn't have Negotiator or Malevolence. And so I was able to get that feat done against Millennium Falcon. Wow. That's an epic chase to the very end. <laughs> yes. Yes. Zareth, how did you do this week? I'm doing well. Uh, I'm doing well. So yeah, some part of me wanted to answer your usual, <laughs> right. your usual greeting at the start. <laughs> I, I stole that, my bad. <laughs> Oh man! So now that that's out of my system, <laughs> um, I I did okay last week. So I I I was also trying a new defense, um, and my defense went pretty well. I I did mess up on my first match of the week, so I spent the rest of the week in the losers bracket. But I went uh, two and one on the week and ended up at nine and three overall. So, you know. Um, We've called nine and or we've called ten and two like legit Kyber because that's what it used to take to get into Kyber and you know they've loosened up the uh, strictures to get into that so I'm calling nine and three semi legit Kyber. Oh, it is. You, I mean, even when you're saying ten and two, you're in. Nine and three, you were in if you got some feats done, and that was still not, you know, impossible. So that as legit as it gets. Yeah, it's it's. Mostly, it's not as legit as what we're what you're about to talk about. But <laughs> um, you know the it, nine and three, I'm I'm fine with it. Honestly, uh, you know, I think that it, it was an interesting season because I think a lot of people expected. You know, I've had a, I've had some pretty good results in five v five in the past, and people were kind of expecting me to continue on with uh, that. And you know, I actually I nine and three isn't bad, but. Um, it's tough to learn a new game mode, it, it, and that's basically what it is. Like it's been half a year since we played it last, and you know, just trying to adjust to all the different nuances and different strategies that you have to do in in three v three. So, I did feel like this last week I made a lot of uh, progress in terms of like what I really want to be using on defense and offense. Um, uh, so I'm honestly I'm looking forward to the next three v three. I know Solo isn't. But... <laughs> Let's hope it's six months from now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone will everyone will have Red Trooper by then. That'll be interesting. 
Um, but yeah, I, what, what the other, the other thing, my other takeaway from this is, um, you know, I, I feel like, so, so we were all trying the clones, uh, on offense, you know, we, all, all three of us actually on this podcast, were trying, uh, you know, instead of using, uh, Jedi Revan to take out Grievous squads, which is, you know, the, probably the best, uh, matchup overall, except in, unless you maybe you'd use like Darth Revan or something, but if you use Jedi Revan, it's good. Uh, we were all trying clones to counter it and it's less, uh, it's less efficient on offense, but, um, it, then you can put Jedi Revan on defense and I loved having Jedi Revan on defense. So, you know, that, that was a big takeaway for me. I'm, I'm excited to continue that and exploring that option. So. Yeah, I 100% agree. You know, that was, you know, very uh, illuminated. I don't know how to describe it when because we all got that from Blade Baca's attacks on our buddy Indigo. We're like, you know, light bulb went off. We're like, oh, my God, <laughs> we can do, we, right? we can do this. <laughs> we can make our defense way harder and still get through, uh, you know, General Grievous team on the first attempt. So, but I think the key with that is if you're going to set your Jedi Knight Revan, I think you also, you know, you definitely have to set your Grievous too, because you want them to have to pick where do they use their Jedi Knight Revan? You know what I mean? And I, that's why I always made both of mine visible. So I put that thought out there right away. Now, Grievous in 3v3 isn't as bad as a thing as 5v5 because lots of people were using CLS too, you know, or if they save their Darth Revan, they'd use that there. So there's a number, some better counters for 3v3, but I just wanted that, you know, mentally, you know, if you see both Revans on defense or what, you know, right off the bat, you're like, oh crap, and a Grievous, you know what I mean? Like everything has to go perfect now. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I, I didn't, I didn't quite do it that way, but I, I think that that's, that's a great like psychological thing of like, where am I going to put all my squads? Like it's hard to, it's kind of an overload strategy, honestly. Um, and, and I think I'm going to switch to doing something really similar myself. Um, and, and I did put Darth Revan on defense as well. Um, I ended up putting Malak with him as well too. So, <laughs> um, you know, what one trend that I noticed was throughout Grand Arena, my defense got stronger and stronger as I learned more, uh, like kind of lower level teams to counter the higher level teams that I was seeing. Absolutely. Um, yep. You know, so my defense is packed full of annoying things. Like all three of my last round opponents actually told me that my my defense is really frustrating. So, you know, happy with that. Not that not that I just want to make a habit of being annoying but yeah. <laughs> so anyways uh Kleso, how did you do this last week and for our listeners who are just tuning in and learning about you how did you do overall this season uh, overall i did really well i had my first loss in week three uh round two i lost by four banners and that was one of those things where you know up until that point i had been using uh my night sisters to counter bugs. I kind of came up with a counter early on and it worked. And I was like, holy cow. And I tested it and I tested it. I had other friends test it. Everything worked. And for some reason that week it didn't. And the reason was because I went up against a relic sun fact and he just had too much health and protection. Once you start, you know, getting them up to 13 
and uh, five minutes just wasn't enough time. I, I, I just needed another minute and I would have got through it. So then I ended up using my tray on it. So I learned the hard way and I ended up losing by four banners. And then in this last week, lo and behold, I had a matchup with the exact same person. And so we had a rematch and uh, I completely, that's when, you know, I completely shifted my defense. I put Jedi Knight Revan on defense. I put Darth Revan on defense. I put General Skywalker on defense. Now that I'm using clones to beat, you know, Grievous, and he couldn't clear me. I beat him easily. And what was even more shocking was the opponent literally set the exact same. He moved a couple teams around, but he's the exact same teams. So I was, I was like, I don't know what this guy is doing. Like, it doesn't even make sense. You'd think you'd want to change it up a little bit, you know, especially if you're playing someone again. But And then in the very last match, um, I pretty much set the same defense. I, I did keep my Darth Revan because – I noticed from his history that he set his Darth Revan every single time. And this was a rare scenario where uh, I was actually faster. Every character, uh, Darth Revan, Malak, and Bastille Fallen. So I decided, I, I knew I was going to have to face it. So I was like, well, you know, I think my defense is tough enough that if I keep my Darth Revan, he's probably still going to, you know, get a hiccup on my General Skywalker team or on, a, you know, a team here or there. Because I did like my defense. And uh, I'm just watching him attack, and he just one-shot everything. I'm like, oh, my God, this is horrible. <laughs> and then, and then uh, lo and behold, he starts hitting ships. And, you know, you're just watching. You're like, I don't know if this is happening in real time. Like, it feels like it's taking 10 minutes. But it still shows that he's in battle. You know what I mean? And uh, it failed. And then it failed again. And then it failed again. I'm like, oh, he's going to – I. and then he finally beat it on the fourth fleet, and I was, you know <laughs> – if he doesn't clear it there, there's no more, you know, fleet captains and you're done. But he ended up clearing it. So I thought I had a breeze going into mine. Um, I mean, his defense was pretty tough, his characters, especially the front row and everything. But I ended up getting through that, and I decided to do ships – and he said a very unorthodox fleet. Um, he did have Negotiator on fleet, and he had Sunfac and Rex and Jedi Knight Anakin to start off. And I thought I could do enough damage um, by taking in my Negotiator with uh, Houndstooth, Anakin, and Ahsoka, kind of doing that method. I knew Sunfac was going to be an issue, um, but I did do enough damage to Jedi Knight Anakin to trick the AI into doing uh, the the buff. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. Instead of the AOE days move, because whoever gets that off first usually wins or at least has the best chance to win. But what I did not account for, and uh, one person in my comments uh, kind of schooled me on what was up. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter how much damage you do to the Jedi Knight Anakin for them to get that buff. If your houndstooth isn't taunting, they'll always do AOE days. I didn't know that. You know what I mean? Like I was shocked when they got that move off and they didn't do the buff. Um, so, huh. and it's good to know. Yeah, it's very good to know. <laughs> uh, I, I'd give anything to go back in time and just use the normal, you know, fives instead of a Soka lineup 
and just, you know, play it regular and see what happens. And I, I had that thought, but I also thought I could do enough damage. And I, I was right. I did do enough damage, I think. But uh, their Jedi Knight Anakin went real early and got, uh, you know, ability or uh, buff immunity on my houndstooth. So when I did his movie, never taunted. And that's why everything went so far south, I think. And then once that happened, I completely panicked. It was time to bring in my reinforcement and I didn't even do it. I, I, I just started panicking. It was horrible because uh, I just saw my entire, you know, week fl float away bef before my eyes. And then uh, I brought in a Thrawn fleet after that. I think I just got Sunfac out. And then I brought in a Tarkin fleet and was able to finish it off, thank God. And then I just uh, I still had the four teams, I think three teams in back. Uh, on the bottom and I finished those off and ended up winning by about 11 banners. So I ended up the season 11 and one. I was pretty happy with that. Uh, I did better in this three V three season than I ever had hopes for. I know that. Yeah. 11 and one is amazing. And you only lost the one by four points. Yeah. I'd call that a huge win. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking at your GAC history right now. It looks like the guy went in with Akbar first against you and failed. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. So, uh, one of my comment, and I, I owe a lot to the commenters, actually. You know, uh, he said put in Sunfac in that starting lineup because I always just put it in my normal uh, Ghost uh, with Millennium Falcon and Biggs in the starting lineup. And I've had a couple people drop battles because of sun facts. So that was a smart move. So yeah, I'm going to have to look at hero of fleet. Cause I currently, you know, have the five star negotiator. Cause I also have malevolence. And when I go up against the seven star negotiators, instead of using houndstooth, I put sun in my starting lineup and it makes a huge difference. Interesting. Uh, you know, and fleet, for for me, I I'll tell you guys the truth. Like if if we wanted to invent Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes versions of Hell, it would be like <laughs> Grand, Grand Arena with like two ship zones. <laughs> or oh, yeah, that could be bad. <laughs> yeah, not a huge fan of ships. Um, but yeah, Sunfac is is extremely good. I I don't know why it it really bugs me using Sunfac with my negotiator, and I'm not normally like a purist. Like oh. I'd, why would you put Grandmaster Yoda with Sith? Like that's that's not in the canon, you know. I, I don't. I normally don't care about that, but for some reason, I'm just like annoyed that people would put Sunfac in, even as I'm putting, even as I'm putting uh, Houndstooth in with Negotiator. So I don't know, irrational uh, mental thing here, but uh, yeah, Sunfac is really good in that lineup. <laughs> I think. So there you have it. Um, Anyway, so we've established that Klesso is dominant in 3v3. And so we're excited to go back to 5v5. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and who knows, actually? We don't know. I, I say that. I keep saying that. Like, oh, yeah, 5v5 will be next. But we haven't done 3v3 without ships yet. And Oh, please, no. I don't want <laughs> yeah. more. Because <laughs> the B teams that get added to defense are like, here's three tanks. Go have fun. I don't want to deal with just more tanks on defense. Yeah. They're pretty easy to beat. I mean, for the most part, they tend to be. But 
Yeah, I, I get what you mean. Like, it's weird that, you know, you just put not even a lead ability and all of a sudden right. this team, you know, you definitely have to use something to take it out. You, you, you know, you can't completely cheese it. But usually, you know, like Endall was using and then uh, Zareth was using like Vader lead, just letting the dots and they yeah. just crumble. So I did that, you know, week three in a couple battles, yeah. you know, just let dots melt everybody slowly but surely. Yeah, that's that's probably one of the, one of the most satisfying team comps, honestly, is Vader lead. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, at least in three v three, five v five, he dies too fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so let's let's move on to the podcast questions. We actually have a bunch of them. You guys had, were a curious lot this time, and um, you know that's great. Thank you so much for submitting questions. Um, you know, and if you want to submit questions, we have a Discord server, uh, and we'll tell you guys how to get to that uh, toward the end of the show here. But uh, you know, we we have we we love getting questions, and some of them are a little silly, like our first one here. Um, but some of them are serious and great and valid questions. Um, and honestly, the silly ones are valid too; they're just silly as well. So, um, all right. So the first question is. In the Rancor raid, the Rancor can pick uh, one of your tunes up and eat them. Which of the Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes tunes you think would have the worst taste and why? Solo? <laughs> uh, so I thought long and hard on this one. First, I was going to say Scion <laughs> sure because he just looks like he's burnt to a crisp. Uh, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going with Newt. He looks like a giant anchovy, and anchovies are disgusting. So... My selection is definitely Newt. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty gross. I wouldn't. I would wish that fade on him, but <laughs> but you're right. Um, you know, and my my thought uh, first, I was thinking of doing some kind of innuendo thing um, involving Ala Secura, but then I just decided to pop <laughs> out and um, it just I can't imagine Greedo tasting any good. Like he looks crunchy in the wrong way, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say Gamorrean Guard just because he looks like a pig and he's actually relevant to where you see the Rancor in the movies. Uh, he looks slimy and smelly like pigs are. But then I started thinking, you know, maybe he tastes awesome like bacon. I don't know. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe I went around that. That's a great. I mean, that's that's presumably what the Rancor himself thought right. in Return yeah, of the right. Jedi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, he's. It, that's a great choice, actually. Um, uh, you know, worst taste also, I would think Watt would taste bad because of all the metal. But yeah, yeah. I guess that goes for most of the Skywalkers. Um, most of them got hands chopped off at some point. So um, Old Doc probably anyways. wouldn't taste good either. <laughs> that was actually my very <laughs> first one I was going to write. <laughs> she looks stringy. Uh, sinewy. Yep. <laughs> um all right so next question in theory if you could apply any character zeta to another character within the same role which is like attacker or tank supports etc um who would it be and why and solo had a good one here yeah i went with uh the bounty hunters and I, so i went i would apply shock T's unique on Cad Bane. So it would give all the bounty hunters retribution. And a lot of them have, uh, you know, some sort of debuff on their basic attack. So 
you'd attack them. They've got all the defense and protection stacked with a boss lead, and then they're going to counterattack you and heal themselves up with whatever debuffs they end up applying on your attack. Yeah, that seems suitably annoying. Yeah, plus it would let you use Cad Bane on the team and use Django with a newt lead. I guess I still like Django with bounty hunters typically, but you're right that would that would open things up some. Um, yeah, not to be a downer. I <laughs> I, I really like Cad Bane anyways. I. On my alt, I don't have Embo geared up at all, and I don't notice any fall off from using Cad Bane uh, on that team instead of Embo on my main account. Like it, it's Cad Bane is seriously a good character. He just doesn't have he's not as flashy, so people don't think he's as good. He can he can perform a pretty similar role though, in my opinion. His stun is very nice. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you can't he can't miss with the stun. Um, he hits a couple different times, and he doesn't hit weekly he has a ship uh, we don't need to talk about cad bane here right now <laughs> i suppose <laughs> i i do like him a lot though um so my mine uh, it's not like an overpowered thing i guess but you know so i really uh, i can't express how disappointed i was in uh how weak old republic ended up being you know like the karth missions albar team um I thought they were going to be like really strong. I, I was so excited and I really like all of their kits. They're just missing something. And so um, I, I like the idea of putting Vader's lead Zeta onto Karth. So he, Karth would maintain his own lead, but then he'd also get Vader's lead Zeta on, the, on top of that, which is, which is the one where damage over time uh, stays on people until the lead dies. And, you know, uh, it wouldn't be overpowered because Karth just dies so easily. He's just really squishy. And I doubt you could make him that resilient, even if you went to like full protection and defense and all that. Um, but I, I think that something like that would make that team way more relevant. And I kind of wish that that had happened. So that's mine. Yeah. That's actually a really good mechanic. Just leaving, you know, dots just stick. And yep. watching people just, you know, melt over time, like we were talking earlier with the Vader lead and that we used in Grand Rian Championships and everything. If Karth had that, they'd do so many dots, especially with uh, Candorous and everything. You know, you'd have like 30 dots, before, or it probably wouldn't even get that high before people just melted. So, yeah. Well, and I, I was actually using Candorous uh, with, with Vader in my 3v3 setup. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that. Yeah, I would love it, but alas, right. maybe maybe with Relic Eight or Seven, you know, that's what'll happen. Right. <laughs> um, um, anyway, so Kleso, you had a great one too. You guys both had better ideas than me, I think. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite, more recent Zetas lately is Watts, where he takes a bonus turn to start the match. So other than you know raid Han, he's going to go first. And I thought if you gave that to Treya, she could just immediately isolate somebody. So, I mean, a lot of people already kind of do that by using Thrawn, a really fast Thrawn, and, you know, swapping turn meter to her. But if you didn't have to do that, you know, that, that'd be pretty dangerous, especially against, I was thinking, like, Padme teams and everything. You just isolate one of them from, you know, Padme from the jump, and that's almost a guaranteed win. So Yeah. Well, and immediately knock off one of the cooldowns for Nihilus right. as well. Yep. yep. Yeah, that's a great point. Um 
Uh, and honestly, you could almost. So uh, I think Trey is probably the right answer, anyways. But you like putting Watts Zeta on almost any character would be amazing. Yeah, I mean, you right. know, <laughs> yeah, getting to go first. I mean, <laughs> yeah, when when ninety five percent of this game is speed based, you know, going first is a pretty big deal. So yeah. Uh, you know something about three v three though. Like, so normally I'm a pretty obsessive with uh, checking speeds uh, on enemy teams just to make sure. And I bet I checked like five times total in three v three all Darth on speed. all Darth Revan teams. Yeah, yeah, that's the only yeah. team I usually check. Yep. <laughs> Otherwise, I just didn't. I was like, I think I beat this, even if they're like, I mean, maybe if they're double my speed, they beat me, but they're not double my speed. Yeah. You know, one thing they can't. Be. One thing I got burned on before was uh, uh, BB-8 not going ahead of like a Django, a super fast Django led bounty hunter team, Ooh. and that's not a thing in three v three, really. Uh, not usually. Not usually. Um, and part of the problem too is, uh, when that did happen and it's been a while, I was only using R2, but you throw a third droid in there and you're almost always going to go first. So, and that's why I use L3 on that, uh, 5v5 team. Yeah. Right. And you put some unreasonably fast speed mods on BB-8, which, yeah. Yeah. Well, somebody, somebody on this podcast, uh, yelled at me for having too fast of a BB-8. Then we started facing Django Nest teams and that opinion changed a little bit. (laughs) Well, uh, you know what my argument to you was uh, like right now, there are no relevant teams that are going, that she's going to be countering that you need BB-8 to be supercharged fast. And that did change. Like it, it, at that point in time, we were only facing the boss lead bounty hunters. So, uh, you know, Django then started taking a little bit more prevalence in Grand Arena matches, or, or rather in Territory War matches, and and in Grand Arena for that matter. And I, I do, I do think that having a fast BB-8 is good. I just, I was like, couldn't you be using those on something a little more relevant? I don't know. Uh, not all of us have the wealth of speed mods that Solo does, though. <laughs> Lord knows I do not. I, I, I think I'm, I'm under You know, I have my speed mods are horrible. I end up doing decent. Like if you look at some of my characters, like, Oh, these guys are pretty fast. But then you check the mods on like the DSR bot and I'm, you know, the underdog every single time, especially at my GP. And I, I work really hard at mods, but man, does it not go well (laughs) for me? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and you'll hit a stretch where you'll just get like five plus twenties in like the same week. Like that's, I went, I probably went like nine months recently with nothing i was like plus 15 plus 16 was my highest for months and months and then like one day i got a plus 28 speed square i know like but in that same day i also got a plus 22 and a plus 18 like yeah and i felt like i only told people about the plus 28 because i felt bad at the time (laughs) like you know uh, like it was almost overload. Like, are people actually going to believe me? So I'm apparently telling you guys now I've stopped feeling guilty, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it, it just happens sometimes like that. You know, I almost wonder if there's some algorithm written in there. They say that there isn't. It's the way, the way it's worked for me though. I've, 
it, they've come in spurts. So hopefully that happens with you, Klesso. Yeah, that'd be nice. I've, I've gotten like twice in a week, but then I'll go three months with nothing. So I think I'm still at like 20 plus 20 speed mods and that's it. <laughs> well, you know, and one thing, one thing I will say about it, like people are complaining a lot about, you know, oh, it's such a speed meta. Everyone needs all this speed. There's too much focus on it. And I feel like with relics, yeah, it's, combined, it's yeah, combined, combined relics with like all the new kits and everything, like speed is still absolutely important, but it's not absolutely crucial. Like you say that you're the underdog all the time and there's a huge amount of skill that goes into it as well. Absolutely. But like you you actually, if it's only determined by speed, then skill can't enter the equation and you wouldn't find any success, you know? And, and so I feel like they've done a good job of, you know, making it so that if you're wise about your investments on relics and, you know, putting the right speed on the right guys that you can stay relevant. I don't know. That's just my take on no, it. No, I, I agree. Um, I, I usually find a way to win. Uh, I attribute most of that to using the right counters with the right mechanics, regardless of speed. You know, or right. knowing, okay, uh, I gotta, you know, survive this opening, you know, and then I'll be okay. You know, but it's usually fine. Just make sure you use the right counters, and you know. No, I, and the, the right counters, it's, it's all about mechanics at this right. point, like knowing <clears> what, <throat> what's going to counter what. Um, okay, so we're, we're going to have to do like a lightning round on these last three, <laughs> uh, these last three questions. So uh, do you spend championship store currency or are you hoarding for the inevitable character release there? If you do spend it, what's your shopping philosophy? All cryotechs all the time. That's That's basically all I buy with that currency. And I spend it as soon as I get it. Uh, and I'm the exact same way. Chirotech or nothing. Like my alt sometimes will spend it on a lower, uh, more mundane piece, but <clears throat> uh, that's just because I don't I don't spend much money on that account, if any. Um, so, yeah, Chirotech. Uh, just in terms of overall efficiency, that currency is the best for uh, on Chirotech. Like there's, yeah, there, there's not a better you know, point for point, uh, currency for point, whatever, um, uh, piece of gear in there. So absolutely every time. And no, I'm not preparing at all. I will be completely blindsided <laughs> by a new character entering there, which they, they promised that there is, there won't be. And did they stay they, for you know, the championship store? They did. They, they've explicitly said it like three different times. And, Obviously, our reader or our listener is uh, a little bit cynical, but uh, <laughs> I, that's... I'm kind of hedging my bets on it. I'll spend a little bit here and there. I've got like 10,000 of it right now, but I mean, so I've definitely spent some because I think if I didn't, I'd have like 25, that 20,000. I don't know. Uh, end all be all does not spend it. And every time he's going through his and I see his number, I'm like, oh, crap, I'm gonna... <laughs> I should be I should yeah. be saving this. And uh, I, I, I do here and there, especially if it's, you know, you're at like 46 of something and you need 50 to finish it off to get to gear 13 or what. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm going to buy that. But for the most part, I don't I don't look through there and purchase things I need. It's just if I'm working on a specific character and I need something to, you know, finish it off and it's right there, I'll usually spend it. But that's pretty much what I do. 
Uh, well, and that's that's probably the wise thing. I just like to spend it instantly on Kyrotech because I Kyrotech stresses me out. So, <laughs> all right, next one. What's your approach to considering purchases in the purchases in the mod store? So does it does it have plus five speed? That's a plus five speed, and it has to be purple or yellow. Uh, if it's like a crit damage triangle, I'll test on plus four. I don't buy anything below that. And I never buy arrows. That's... You're crazy. <laughs> I buy arrows. I'll, so I'll, I'll buy arrows sometimes if it's a specific set, if it's a specific... Uh, specific primary that i don't have you know it i rarely buy arrows because they don't always have the it's hard to find the right combinations but like uh, for chewbacca i would love i keep checking i would love a tenacity arrow uh, set with uh, offense primary and speed secondary for chewbacca i would love that so much um you know and tenacity as another secondary like, and here's your unicorn to go with it <laughs> right well, well yeah it's, it's super rare so i'll you know, I'll buy those sometime, like that kind of thing, if I'm looking for something specific. And and it, it, they do show up every once in a while, and then speed doesn't upgrade on it or something. Sad. <laughs> it's like you can have a ton of plus defense or something. So thank you. Um, but yeah, that's... Uh, otherwise, I agree with Solo. Like, if, if it's plus five on, like, a square, uh, on, like, a gold square or diamond or circle, any on the left side... Um, I'll, I'll potentially buy it uh, if it's the right set, um, you know, with speed, speed secondary, like I said. Um, and then, like crosses and triangles, I'll be a little uh, less discriminating. Sometimes a plus four speed, or, or even if it's like a, a gold health mod, a health primary mod um, on, on a triangle, like I'll buy it because it's it could potentially be really good for any number of characters who would love to use it. So, what about you, Klesto? Uh I don't. I went early, I was buying a lot, you know, but then I was running out of all my fleet currency and even my regular currency. So I really chilled out on that lately. Uh, I've been using it just to kind of find, cause you know, I've, with uh, nest and uh, stormtrooper Han and chewy, you know, to like, I'm just kind of looking for specific mods that I'm looking for, you know, like you were kind of talking about, you know, so I'm looking for high tenacity, high secondary health for nest. And, you know, I don't care about speed in that scenario. And every time I buy a gold one with five speed to start, it stays at five anyway. So I don't <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And I get flat defense, you know, rolling four times. And uh, so I don't, I, I'll, I'll look in there just to see, you know, if there's like a gold offense uh, cross with an offense primary, I like that. You, you know, stuff that's gonna uh, emphasize what the what it already is. Yeah, yeah like potency set with potency right. primary with tenacity. Uh, uh, I've I've been finding myself needing tons of uh, specific circles. Like, okay, uh, I'm working on old DACA. I need a health uh, circle with health primary. And, you know. So now I'm like, ah, I think I can do better. So I'll, I and I do like that you can refresh that store at 15 as many times as you want, 15 crystals. So I will refresh it a yeah. few times if I'm looking for something specific, and uh, I usually find something. So yeah, um, and that that 
refresh button is dangerous. Every once in a while, I'll get into a compulsive mood and just like spend a ruinous amount of crystals <laughs> trying to find the the perfect mod. <laughs> Especially like when it when they first released those uh, released that store, and I had so much ship currency. You know, I had, we all had like a hundred million ship currency or something yeah. like that because we didn't have anything to use it on. I swear, I used yeah, I used that. I probably spent, you know, like thousands of crystals refreshing that store initially, but you know, those are actually my first uh, plus twenty mods that I got from that event, so to speak. So, wow, no regrets. Um, <laughs> so, uh, it, another question, our final question for this segment: What's your approach to mod farming and slicing? And we've already answered the mod store portion. Solo, what what about you for this? The uh... other parts. When, well, when it comes to slicing, I um, I just filter all my mods, and then I sort by speed, and I just start slicing from the top to see if I can get faster. Uh, what if it's a what if it's a green defense cross at, uh, at eleven plus eleven speed? Well, if it was green and plus eleven, that'd be amazing. Uh, but I I honestly just go for sort by speed and slice the only ones i don't do are like obviously the um just ones that you like accuracy arrow with plus five speed if it's still hanging out there when i'm leveling up my plus fives i'll skip that and go to a green circle that's plus five or something but as of right now every mod that was plus 10 or higher has at least been sliced to see if I can get more speed. And so now I'm just slicing plus 10 and below. Fair enough. And, um, you know, I, I'm pretty similar. I just slice the highest. Uh, really, what I've been doing lately, I've just let it build up. And if I have a character, like a mod that might fit on a character, but it's only blue, uh, but it has good uh, potential, then I'll just slice it a couple times and see if it it's pretty gold, good when it hits gold. So, um, you know, and as far as mar farming goes, lately I've been putting, I, I still do three refreshes every day. Um, generally, I still, I, I just put them into uh, not new mods. Sometimes I'll do that. I'll, I'll go every once in a while, I'll do one month and focus a specific set. Like, I don't have very many good potency mods. I'm just going to farm with three refreshes potency for a month and see what I get. Um uh, but lately, I've just been farming 6E mod uh, mats like crazy. Like, that's 6E for, like, the last three months is all I've been doing because I need those. Uh, so what what about you? Chris? Yeah, I'm in the same boat, uh, kind of a hybrid between the two of you. I sort by speed, too. But one thing I do is I completely negate the arrows altogether. I check every, oh, yeah, me I, too. I check every box yeah. except for the arrow. I kind of consider them their own thing. Um, sure, me too. And then uh, sort by speed, and then uh, you know, purples take up to three, blues take up to six, greens take up to nine, uh, whites take up to twelve. See if speed hits, and then sell everything that doesn't hit. Then go back, and if any had potential, take them up a little bit further. Uh, but like you said, uh, I've been spending most of that. Uh, mod currency lately on uh, just relicking up 60 mods, you know, getting them ready for all these new teams we're getting and everything. So that's what I've been using most of that on. Fair enough. 
All right, so we have our temporary challenge segment, which we'll breeze through here pretty quick. Um, so um, our our challenge was to get Stormtrooper Han up to Relic 7. Uh, me and Solo, uh, for some reason, decided to do this. And every week we had to add either a piece of gear. We were both a gear 12 at that point. Um, so we either had to add a new piece of gear each week or one Relic level or his Zeta, uh, you know, to... to can be considered like eligible to continue with the challenge. Um, and so, uh, you know, we're, we're in the later stages of said challenge now. Um, Solo, how's your Stormtrooper Han doing? Done. <laughs> I mean, All he's... Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on to me. <laughs> I was Relic 3 last time. I'm Relic 4 now. <laughs> and he has, he has his uh, Zeta as well, so... Klesso, how are you doing in the challenge? Well, it wasn't much of a challenge. Uh, I saw Clash's video a while back with him taking on uh, uh, General Skywalker team with CLS, Watt, and Stormtrooper Han. And ever since, I, I just got a bug, you know, in me. So I did that immediately. I took him up before. I don't even have R7, you know, Darth Revan or Darth Malak or anything. But I got a R7 Stormtrooper Han. But I will say, uh, everyone had, you know, there's a ton more General Skywalker teams in Arena now, and that counter works darn near flawlessly. So I'm enjoying it. I, I need better mods on them. I don't even have 60 mods. I think I've got one 60 mod, maybe two. I'd have to look. Nice. Uh, and it's still fine. So seems to work pretty well. Yeah. And actually, there's a huge amount of value to putting Stormtrooper Han in there um, in terms of, uh, you know, like as a as a general Skywalker counter in Grand Arena, because uh, so right now, if you want to use like Padme to counter uh, General Skywalker or, um, uh, well, let's see, how do I articulate this? That if like there's a lot of different cross uh Cross team contamination between that ca uh, counter and other counters. Uh, so, like C three PO can be used on a ton of different teams, and if you use Stormtrooper Han and Watt uh, as the as the General Skywalker uh, counter, then you can still use Padme and three PO on that yeah, team that, on the Padme team a, to be able to counter. Revan. That's exactly what I thought when I saw that video. I'm like, oh, I get C three PO back. You know what I mean? Now that being said, now I'm getting greedy, and I kind of want Watt back to and but i don't think there's a way to make it work without watt or c3po for the damage that they add by you know exposed with c3po or the uh weapons tech with watt so i, I think i'm going to be stuck but in my mind i was like well maybe if i use uh, uh gear 13 old ben and stormtrooper han i can make it work but i just don't think there's enough <laughs> damage that's ever going to happen without that tech or the exposes Right. Uh, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess you have to you have to be a little realistic about it. But I mean, it's nice to be able to have two, like the two top teams currently. You can counter both of them without using your own top teams. Yes, absolutely, you're darn right about that. Because that's you know going into the next Grand Arena Championship. If it is five v five, I feel decently comfortable setting you know General Skywalker and Darth Revan. And then using my Padme to counter a Darth Revan and my CLS to counter an opposing General Skywalker. Right. Well, yeah, like that's that's my hope too. I guess we'll see if that happens. I need to slow my Padme down, I think. Um, 
fest is not going as well as I'd hoped for. So yeah, I never played around uh, with it. <laughs> yeah, I I just like having her fast for some reason. I don't know. I, uh, I love fast Padme for the record, uh, but I'm using uh, General Skywalker with Padme to counter all the Darth Revens. And I won't be doing that once he's not six star anymore. So two weeks, but fast Padme with um, General Skywalker and the team is fantastic. Darth Revan counter. That's fair. Yeah, um, and I haven't tried that at all because, frankly, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to get dependent on it and then like miss out on it later down the line. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, so now that we've taken a long time talking about Stormtrooper Han when we said we wouldn't, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we'll go into the alt life segment. And uh, Solo and I both have alts. Kleso, do you have an alt? Uh, not really. I started one like a year back, did it for maybe three or four days and never turned it back on. So I'll say no. <laughs> that. That sounds like a pretty good yeah. no to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so solo, uh, you know, you you have a high level alt uh, that used to be a whale account. Now it's free to play. How'd you do in Grand Arena Division One this time? Uh, I finished the season at ten and two. So this last week I went two and one. Part of that was I made Kyber by just placing my defense <laughs> in the first uh, first match. So there wasn't a lot of pressure, and I I just didn't care with one of my attacks. I, I did it while I was still at work, and I did not do it well. But so I finished ten and two. I kind of cruised and uh, made Kyber again with the alt. How about you, Zareth? Um, my alt had some exciting times actually. I I went twelve and zero overall, so um, undefeated. And that's that's pretty great feeling. Uh, it's Division Five, so you know the stakes are a little less. Uh, you know the the opposition is going to have a lot weaker teams in general, just because you're operating, uh, you know, below two point five million GP. And I've I've since uh, crossed that line, so I'll be in Division Four next uh, Grand Arena with it. But uh, you know, the last couple of weeks were actually pretty interesting, especially the final week where all three of my opponents had Darth Revan and a couple of them even put him down on defense and I don't have Darth Revan to counter. So, you know, and they had Malak as well. So, you know, trying to find ways to actually beat them, you know, like bounty hunters are, are so fun against Darth Revan plus Malak just because, um, so if you can kill Badstila in, on that team, um, and this this goes for low level Darth Revan teams and high level, you know, Relic Seven uh, teams. So if you can if you can just get it down to only Malak and Revan, then bounty hunters are extremely strong against it because Darth Revan causes so many debuffs to his own team. If you're using Bosk lead, then it actually heals the entire bounty hunter team like all the way almost every time that you know they do some special move. So. You don't have to worry about your bounty hunters dying, and then all those debuffs are making their defense lower and uh, your and their tenacity lower, so you're able to reduce their health. Uh, you know their max health with Django's flamethrower ability, whatever it's called. Um, you're able to you know get your healing immunity debuffs on, and then annihilate from Boba is super potent when they have like 15 stacks of ferocity or whatever it's called. You know, so. Um, 
you know, that, that was one of the things, one of the adventures I had with my alt. Um, I had a great week. It was, it was fun. 12 and Oh, um, I got number 72, I believe. And that's for like not pursuing any feats at all. So, nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. Having an alt in grand arena is a lot of fun. Cause if you lose, you're like, yeah, it's just an alt. But if you win, <laughs> you're like, I beat you with an alt. You know? <laughs> like it's, it's a win-win. So um, anyways, that's, that's my alt experience. Kleso won zero matches with his alt. So yeah, undefeated. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, your your wins are a little less prolific yeah, than than on your main, but that's okay. <laughs> undefeated is still all solid. Right. Um, all right. So one of the things we always talk about, uh, you know, Grand Arena is is an extremely dynamic and fluid uh, game mode, and so you know. A, most people are going to be preparing for it. Uh, you know, I've known a couple crazy people who just like don't upgrade their, their account. And like, for whatever reason, they, they think they can gain an advantage. Um, and I guess that's a legitimate strategy, but you know, we, the three of us are constantly looking for new ways to get the edge over our opponents. And, um, you know, so every week we have some kind of thing we've done to, to get ready for the next round of grand arena. So solo, what have you been doing to get ready for grand arena? Uh, well, most of this week has been spent building up all the G12 gear for the second I get General Skywalker up to uh, seven star. So I didn't do much. I did get one extra relic level on Chewie, which just happened right before we started this podcast. So he's up to R6. Um, I did put G13 on Fox, and he's up to R3 now, which I'm actually quite excited about. But those two... Tunes are really the only ones that have touched this week because I am 1900 G or actually no less than that. I am a what 1300 GET one currency away from seven star general Skywalker. So I need that gear now. Nice. Uh, what about you, Zareth? What would you work on? <laughs> I, I've been in the same mode. I'm really close, not quite as close as you, but I'm 10 shards away from uh, getting my own General Skywalker up to Relic Seven, so I've just been stashing all of my relics uh, and all of all of everything except to get Stormtrooper Han up to Relic Four. Um, I've also been trying to uh, hoard gear. Uh, sorry, not gear, gear two, but um, I've been trying to hoard Zetas. But I did throw an extra Zeta on Old Ben, his Death Zeta, um, just because I want to make sure that I have that counter available, and you know. Now Kleso's telling me that maybe my Stormtrooper Han and Watt will work, even if Watt is only Relic 6. Uh, only Relic 6. Only 6 stars, something with a 6. I know it'll um, work because I've done it for the last week or so. So so you say, and and so you've proved. <laughs> you've shown me video. I, I get it. I just, it, it's hard for me to accept that I spent a Zeta on old Ben otherwise. So um, I did put that Zeta on him, and... So far, it's worked out great. Like that, that counter is probably like has been seventy five percent for me. And ever since I put that Zeta on Old Ben, it has worked every single time. So we'll see if I start failing with it. I do. I don't have a huge sample size, but that's something I've been working on. Uh, that's the only upgrade I've put on for a week. So, um, anyways, that's that's it. I'll have I'll have Stormtrooper Han at Relic Five for next week for everyone. So don't worry about that. <laughs> 
Uh, and Klesa, what about you? What, what are you working uh, on? My focus right now is I've got uh, Treya and Scion and Old Ben. Uh, they're both at 12 plus 5. I just need the finishers, and they're almost there. Uh, I think I'm going to do Treya and Scion first to 13. Uh, I was going to do Old Ben, but now I don't know really what for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, I do like old Ben. He in three v three, he came in more handy than five v five. I found, but um, so I think I I, I kind of want to get Treya and Scion up to thirteen because these bug teams are getting super legit, and you kind of gotta, you know, get your uh, Treya squad up to start countering them, especially in a five v five situation, then modded correctly and all that. You know, now that you mention it, um, it looks like I didn't say it last time. So I apparently did it between last episode and this. Um, you know, you're talking about getting uh, Treya and Scion up for to counter bugs. I'm also I also threw Gear 13 onto Soldier Geo Soldier. Well, so, I say that, you know. but at the same time, uh, one thing that we haven't talked about is Night Sisters are amazing bug counter and Grievous counter. So yep, uh, I'm. Maybe I won't even use Treya for bugs. Maybe I'll just use Night Sisters. Uh, I'll I'll use you know Night Sisters on a Grievous team if they don't have Watt. But if they have Watt, then I can use them on a bug team. But who knows? But yeah, uh, Soldier. That's pretty cool. I did Spy last week. I thought that, that gave right. me a big boost. Well, I you know you've had General Skywalker at Relic Seven for a while, and I've had. At least I've been able to upgrade. You know, I got spy up recently. I've, get, I've been getting my GS characters up to, to <laughs> you know, gear thirteen at least, if not if not the important GS GS envy, I suppose. Geo Geos are an important squad to have at gear thirteen, frankly. So I'll I'll I'm slowly Sunfac is next, and then Poggle will reluctantly get some gear as well. Um, and anyways, I think we're about at the end. Um. Uh, normally we talk about the various resources for uh, Grand Arena. You know, Solo and I are pretty passionate about providing various resources. So in addition to all of these things, which Solo can describe in a minute, we're also going to have links to uh, Kleso's stuff in the uh, podcast description. And, you know, if you're on Spotify or iTunes, you can look up Kleso. Uh, just search his name on YouTube. K-L-E-S-S-O is his channel, and he'll have all of his stuff. He's got a lot of great content. He doesn't just do Grand Arena. Um, he also had, like, a really great uh, tutorial about how to beat other negotiators with his uh, with your own negotiator. Um, you know, like faster negotiators, I should say. Um you know, and a lot of other really helpful stuff. So uh, check that out. And then Solo, could you talk about the other resources that we have available? Yeah, well, we have uh, three things, really. We already talked about one of them, our Discord server. Uh, there's a lot of good players on the Discord server, so you don't have to listen to us. We have a couple people that have been undefeated for ridiculous amounts of time. Uh, one guy, you know, just posted that he finished first in his division now five times in a row. So we have a lot of people to talk about Grand Arena and ask questions to. Uh, we have our, our YouTube channels. Like you said, we'll have links to our YouTube channels below. You can search for either one of us just by name. I'm S-O-L-O-B-A-S-S-1-5. 
Zareth is X-A-E-R-E-T-H. And then finally, and probably the best resource we have is the counter sheet. Since we're both posting all of our videos of our Grand Arena fights, we are timestamping them and then creating a Google document that has all of our fights. It'll tell you on the left who we fought in the full team. Uh, on the right, it'll tell you the full team we used. And then most importantly, we have the timestamp link so you can watch the fight and see how how we got the win, basically, rather than just saying, you know, Night Sisters beat Bugs. You can actually click on the link and see the Night Sisters beat the Bugs and what we did. Um, and so that that's what we have. Heck yeah. So um, I think that's about it. Klesso, what else do you have to say? Uh, nothing. I just really appreciate you guys having me on. It was a lot of fun, guys. I've been wanting to do it for a while and finally made it happen. So I just really appreciate it. Well, and we know it's late for you. We really appreciate you taking the time to come and uh, talk with us and share, bestow your wisdom upon the masses. (laughs) So um, I guess we can sign off here. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, remember that in all things, Zareth prevails. And Solo is usually right. (laughs) (laughs) And Kleso is both. All right. Yeah, seriously. Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right. Take care. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. See ya.